Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to our next episode of Diving Into Crypto. This week, we have a dynamic KOL who is going to share with us his thoughts about shaping the cryptoverse. We all see a lot of uh, KOLs. We listen to their opinions. And what do we do once we listen to them? He's going to share with us some of the insights that lead to becoming a KOL also what some of the good KOLs do and how you can identify what good KOLs, responsible KOLs do in the industry. So ladies and gentlemen, this is JP from Adlunum INC speaking to you about Web3. Today's speaker is has a community of about 75,000 people across YouTube, Twitter, and Telegram. Most of the community is based in Turkey, but the rest of them are across Europe. He lives in Switzerland. Uh, a fantastic, fantastic country of Switzerland, and his focus is on ICOs, IDOs, IEOs, the metaverse, and NFTs. Ladies and gentlemen, I know we can't hear you on the other side, but I'm sending you some vibes. Put your hands together, and let's welcome the KOL known as Expert Crypto. Expert, welcome to the show. Thank you, JP, for inviting, and glad to be here. Uh, hello, everyone. Whoever is listening, good morning, good afternoon. So it's a pleasure yeah. to be here. Uh, maybe I can quickly uh, tell about myself. Thank you for the great intro, JP. It was sure. uh, complete. Uh, thank you for your kind words. Uh, so I started uh, being, I started to do, um, to be KOL uh, about two years ago. Uh, it was my hobby. And then when I got the good, uh, in good returns, good feedbacks from my community um, that I shaped my area into more uh, um, pre-to-the-market uh, projects like ICO, IDO, IEO stage because I am also working as an executive in one of the VC's accelerators, um, not on blockchain, but more uh, new techs in Switzerland. Uh, so there I had chance to review the projects, talking to the founders, coaching the teams, as well as uh, judging uh, where to invest the VC funds, uh, basically, uh, budgets. So when I started two years ago, I started YouTube, and then I got very good feedbacks. Then I expanded to Twitter and Telegram. Uh, I am mostly uh, doing the um, uh, doing the contents in Turkish, but I try to put uh, different uh, languages, subtitles, like English, Portuguese, Spanish. So feel free to take a look at the uh, channel. So it's all... Uh, I started, it was coincidence that it was a gift, um, the setup, technical setup, microphone, everything from uh, one of my friends. So uh, I started like that. And so far, I really enjoy uh, being uh, in interaction with people, also teaching people, coaching them, and also showing what is good, what is not. Uh, one of the uh, topics that JP uh, touched base in, the, in his intro. So maybe JP, back to you. Uh, I can have the questions. Maybe later on we can have some uh, questions from the audience uh, if we have time. Most certainly, most certainly, we're going to do just that. We're just going to we're going to do just that, expert. Uh, so I, I know that you've shared a bit about what got you started, right? But I'd really like to understand what 
drew your attention to the web three space i mean you know most people have an have an idea have an interest but there's always something that that edges you on to get into the web three space so what was it for you personally expert that's a that's a great question so basically i would say i am a very curious person so i think curiosity is one of the uh, point of differences that i that i have versus uh, other people uh, because i was curious i would like to learn the things that people don't know much so when i entered the both web3 and blockchain uh, aspects um, areas uh, that was the thing that dragged me i think the curiosity that not many people are knowing it's tempting mm-hmm. that i would like to learn more uh, that was thing and also uh, after um, doing some angel investing in the early stage of the projects of course i um, get some good returns in terms of financially both financial and curiosity i would say drag me into blockchain and web3 space wow okay so uh, it's it seems like you you've stumbled right into it but mainly you led from the fact that you wanted to learn more and that's how yeah. you got into so this, how, how long back was that if i would say it was 2019 uh, march 2019 wow. march that i started investing uh, mm-hmm. and then i opened the channel two years after two years after i opened the youtube channel but investing is goes back to 2019 i was also an investor in some of the startups not necessarily on blockchain uh, mm-hmm. back to 2014 and then okay. i was also investing in some stock markets um, towards the uh, i would say end of 2000s okay okay so you you also have seen the startup era uh, you know, when it was at its prime yeah. in 2014. Okay, excellent, excellent, excellent. Because so, I saw um, some of my friends were, uh, some of my friends were uh, uh, the founders of the startups. And then the first mm-hmm. thing is you're a founder, you go friends and family to get the funds. And then you get the funds and then you step out of it and then you go to angel investor and then it goes like this. So I had some friends coming to me as the mm-hmm. uh, friends piece to get some uh, funding uh, just to start up their idea. So at that stage, I got exposed to Excellent. So it it's, it seems to be a natural natural progression to you, I'm, and I'm glad that you're you're sharing that that part with us, uh, expert. Because I'm certain a lot of us in the room are also looking to these leaders. They're looking to to people to help them, you know, guide them through this new space, right? Uh, what would you say if I somebody asked you, you know, what's a good way to find uh, to have KOLs? First, select the kind of projects to to promote. Is do you have a system? Do you have a metric that you'd like to share with us? That's a good question. I would say there are some uh, very well known rules, but there are some also uh, subjective uh, point of view. So personally, what I look at is is if the idea is original or not. It can be on a startup. Mm-hmm. It can be on a blockchain uh, project. Uh, I would like to meet the founders. That is really key. I would like to, if I have a chance, to meet them face-to-face. If not, through Zoom or Skype that I can see their faces, have uh, some relationship to understand their purpose on the project. That's important. It is hard to quantify. And also, when you read the documents, take a look at their um, document, take a look at their uh, assets, website, product, uh, their purpose. Then you understand, with, in line with the experience, you understand 80-20 uh, what their real purpose is. Are they really behind only financial gain or they would like to, they have a vision and purpose and they it is what motivates them. So it's mm-hmm. important uh, because in the startup industry, not on, especially on blockchain, but in the startup industry, the uh, investors 
invest in the founders. They don't yes. invest in the idea. Because they know that if they fail on one idea, the same founders, if they believe in the founders, they will find another idea that will be successful. And it's very hard to be successful in the first try. So therefore, they invest in the founders. They invest in people versus the idea itself. So therefore, I would like to uh, meet with people to understand their vision and the purpose. The other thing is, apart from we said first, or if the idea is original, second founders, third, uh, I would say, uh, how, what is the problem that they are trying to solve? Uh, in the industry um, it can be hard to do it can be technologically hard it can be too early but I would like to understand what is the problem that they are trying to solve what is the pain point that they are trying to improve that is the other thing and the uh, last thing that I'm looking at is how dedicated are the people uh, on this project uh, if there right. is 15 people spending two hours per day then for mm -hmm. me it's not enough uh, because of dedication and continuity brings success. So mm -hmm. it's another point they bring. And the last but not least, the thing to keep in mind is currently it is the percentage is decreasing, but out of 10 startups, 10 new ideas coming to life, five of right. them dies within the first year. Four of them stays constant, but they don't grow. Only one of mm -hmm. them grows. So, and this mm -hmm. one in 10 is very hard. Therefore, we need to uh, place our bets, place our investment buckets, how you call it, Accordingly, knowing the one in ten ratio, and this ratio is getting less and less with increase, uh, increased uh, competition. It was a bit long answer, but I I, I wanted to capture uh, all the perspectives. No, I think I think that's extremely insightful, and I think you've also you know really narrowed it down in terms of in terms of focus because when you're looking at projects, of course you you're going to start with you know a, a strong team. What is their background? What's the problem they're going to solve? how dedicated they are and that's that's supremely important because one of the one of the things that most people fear when it comes to investing since now in in web3 everybody can invest in in some you know in a manner of speaking right uh, everybody would want to know of course from that sense what separates the good projects from the risky projects or the ones that could be potential rug pulls uh, from from your point of view expert yeah I think that's a great question. There is no sim uh, simple answer. It would be great if there would be a simple answer because then everybody could detect. Uh, yeah. I would say uh, it's in line with the experience. So I recommend people to read uh, white papers, light papers, uh, seeing the people's background, founders' background, what they want to achieve, uh, look at the historic uh, progression of the project, what, what kind of projects, what kind of trends, wire hype in the past, so reviewing those uh, to increase the experience. I think number one is the experience. Uh, yeah. If you ask me about uh, Expire Crypto, uh, have you ever uh, still going uh, to those traps of rock pool, etc.? Yes, but the purpose is to minimize it. You cannot uh, be 100% right. The important mm -hmm. thing is you should minimize your, um, I would say, the mistakes that you do in this aspect. But if you look more or less, if you if you meet with the team and the team is capable, you understand. After you talk to the team, five minutes, ten minutes, if you join the AMAs to see how they talk, how they phrase the sentences, what are the thinking behind, then you understand. Mm -hmm. Second, you can look at the partners. And if the partners are real, the partners or just they are putting the logos there. For example, if they yeah. put Binance Smart Chain as a partner in the website, mm -hmm. you understand probably Binance Smart Chain cannot be a partner. It can be All a... Right a blockchain that they can be compatible for their tokens to work on or other uh, NFTs to work on. Um, 
the other thing in the UK, you can look at the founders' backgrounds. If the founders have like uh, solid backgrounds that they can find on LinkedIn or are open internet on Google, uh, I would uh, look on that. The second is, uh, is there a hype and they are trying to jump on the train like the play-to-earn uh, play-to-earn hype that we had? Ninety-five uh, percent of the projects uh, currently is maybe one fifth, one fourth of the value uh, of the investment. Um, so those are the things I look at. But of course, there can be some outsiders. Um, mm-hmm. But eight to twenty, these are the things that people can do first: read, learn, experience, which is usually the people, especially in Eastern Europe, including Turkey, mm-hmm. Russia, Poland, they don't like to do because people want to get easy money. Without reading, okay. because reading a light paper is five pages and takes around 15, uh, 20 minutes. When I started this, it was so mm-hmm. hard, I wasn't understanding 90% of it. But then you learn, you uh, with the curiosity, you improve yourself, and then you learn. First is experience. Second is the team. Third, mm-hmm. uh, I would look at the uh, project assets, how credible they are. And the fourth, uh, I would see if the uh, uh, quality and the background of the team is sufficient to deliver this kind of project. Okay. Well, I, yes, I think that that does make a lot of sense. And, you know, you've encapsulated what we should do when we do do our own research in, in that sense, Crypto. So, so thank you for that. Um, I, I do want to pick your brain a little more uh, to, so for example, a risky project, right? What would, what for you would stand out as this is all the alarms, you know, screaming, this is the, the beacons, <laughs> the light, this is a risky project. What, what screams to you uh, that this is a risky project, in your opinion? Um, yeah, I would say the first thing is if the project team is not uh, declaring themselves explicitly. So if the team is anonymous, I would say okay. that is number one. That should create a question mark. I'm not saying all the anonymous projects are bad, uh, mm-hmm. et cetera, but uh, that is one of the things that I would put as a question mark. The second thing is uh, if the project is offering something extreme. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's say it can be on a commission-based system. Let's say, JP, this is your referral ring. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you recommend other friends to buy this NFT or uh, tokens, I will give you uh, 15%, 20% return. Right. Then it can be a Ponzi scheme or not, but it can create another question mark in my mind. Uh, and also, uh, if I see the website is some... Britain, like the UI, UX is developed as a ready, um, mm-hmm. I would say, like uh, ready templates from WordPress, Shopify, that kind of mm-hmm. website, then I would say, uh, the, then it's another question mark showing like uh, the team didn't want to spend enough effort and they have urgency. They created something right. cheap just to mm-hmm. uh, get the financial gains that they want. So those are three things at first glance mm-hmm. that the people can understand. It is quite easy i can go into more details on other aspects but if yeah. those three things giving signals then i would be um, tempted for example in playturn projects when they started yeah. uh, there uh, i would say they were sh- showing short video clips like 20 seconds 25 mm-hmm. seconds it was easy right. to understand in the beginning which one is quality which one is not because uh, the quality ones dedicating i don't know 30 or five thousand dollars to create a good um, ux ui on the other mm-hmm. hand, the less good projects were not spending that time and you were understanding because we are all playing games or we played right. games when we were young. Uh, but later on, 
they figured it out, the project that is less good, so they mm-hmm. start spending the same amount of money. So right. a good project and a less good project, they were having the same graphics, same quality. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm giving this example because the industry is uh, evolving and the money and the financial uh, setup here is too huge. Therefore, people well, will, not, will not be standing back on improving themselves on how they can get more share of this pie. Right. Wow. Uh, that is, ladies and gentlemen, I know that what, what you've heard right now is, is extremely insightful. So please give us a reaction to what you've heard. Uh, you can see the buttons right there. I mean, this has been, an, and this is already an education for me, expert. Thank you for that. Because these are some of the things that, you know, really let the alarm bell, should let the alarm bells go off. Uh, but not enough of us are looking at these signs when we see these projects come up. So um, yeah, so so this is this is of course absolutely fantastically insightful. Thank you for that. Thank you. Okay. Um, so so we mo- we moved from understanding what what are the basics of a good project to you know looking at projects that just scream that uh, potentially scream that they're going to be rug pulls. Um, can you tell us? Of, of all the projects that you've, you've invested in, uh, the ones that you, you are associated with, which one for you stands out as um, some of the best projects that you've done some work with? It doesn't have to be financially fantastic. It just, ha- just the ones that you know, stand out most in your mind. Expert, what, what are your thoughts? That's a great question. So there are so many projects that I can mention, but maybe I can give one example on financial, one example on even a project that is not listed, but I can give an example of a, a team that has a good passion and vision. And another one maybe on, uh, it was very risky at that time, but I believed in the team and it turned out good. Maybe I can bucket under three. The first well, one that I would say in terms of financially uh, that I believed in the team was uh, Step Up, which was a recent project from this year. They, the mm-hmm. team. I was just talking to the team before this um, AMA that the team told mm-hmm. me that they signed with um, Usain Bolt, one of the wow. top athletes. Uh, yeah. So when the team started, team was very robust, but mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to go very fast, super fast to the market uh, to develop their move turn app, etc. They were the second after Stephen app, so mm-hmm. they were the, they didn't have the first mover advantage in the space, but they wanted to as fast. And sure. they wanted to do robust. And when they listed, they listed in top five exchanges in one day. Uh, that was pretty uh, good. Uh, they listed, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, Huobi, KuCoin, Bybit, BitGet, all of them at, in one day. So that was pretty good in terms of the team. And team was knowing what they, uh, what they knowing. And they were not hesitating to get the best people by paying more premium versus right. their competition in the industry. So I think Step Up is the is the project and it increased I think up to 150x um, right. versus the uh, ideal price. So financially StepUp was really uh, uh, incredible. The second right. project that is not listed yet was um, Shark uh, Shark Race. Okay. Uh, this is basically the um, shark uh, sharks in shark designs in NFT collection. And then I met with the team, I met with the CEO. Uh, when I talk about the tokens when are they going to list? How is their strategy to increase the price of a token? The management mm-hmm. team was not so much into the token price. I said, right. it's pretty interesting because it's not something that uh, we are used to. And they said, our purpose is 
to develop NFTs, to develop beautiful NFTs, that mm -hmm. if we develop these good NFTs with the landing DeFi structure, the token price mm -hmm. anyway naturally will go up. I said, who designed the NFTs? And they said they uh, paid the premium and they got a, a Khan Lions uh, awarded artist to design their NFTs. And wow. all they care was the NFT. So they were not caring about token price. Of course, mm -hmm. they care, but I'm a bit exaggerating, but they were caring about, they were focusing how they can elevate uh, yeah. the NFT series versus, oh, let me uh, pump my token and get my financial gains from that. So they were not yeah. caring about that. They were caring about the NFT. So that is the project uh, also influenced me uh, positively on how I see the industry. Uh, yeah. The last one was a few years back. I think it's three to four years back, the engine. Uh -huh. uh, is one of the big it's one of the biggest coins now uh, tokens now uh -huh. in the top hundred but at that time uh, I think engine was one of the coins that is uh, connecting gaming and blockchain and when I was investing in the team uh, all uh -huh. my friends and some people that I know they were saying uh -huh. it's very risky why are you doing this uh, even though crypto is very risky blockchain is very risky but I believed in the team and later on they made agreements with Samsung and then people start to know them. So there were the three, uh, I would say, examples uh, that I work with. I trust the team. I invested. I also um, worked on increasing the awareness of the project, uh, which turned out uh, good in terms of self-awareness, but also financially. Fair enough. I, I'm expert. Thank, thank you again for for sharing sharing these thoughts. I mean, we've we've heard of these projects in in some ways, but it's always ex interesting to find out the background stories. Uh, you know about how the team really put things forward, how how they were able to achieve that success, and I think that that's learning. Whether, ladies and gentlemen, whether you're in Web three or or not, this these are certainly lessons to learn from, right? Um, so, okay, uh, expert, let's let's move uh, move this part forward because the KOL plays a very responsible role in the industry, right? You're looking at at KOLs as you're looking at KOLs. As leaders, as as people who are guides, um, you know, who make recommendations and influence that recommendation, right? When it comes exactly. to, yeah, so and so it's a it's a pretty responsible position. Um, what what is your take on on the type of uh, you know the responsibility uh, that sets that sets a good KOL apart? What what are some of the things that a good KOL uh, you know, should feel the responsibility of. What do you think? That's a very good question, and I think it's important too for the social responsibility as well, uh, because in the sector that we are in, uh, we like it or not, we are in the finance sector, and we are like influencing people's investment decisions in one way or, or another. Uh, and I know that if I tell the people or recommend people to buy a project, if I say I buy this project, there can be up to a few millions of dollars investment can go in that, pro in that project. So imagine I am in Europe, uh, close to 100,000 community, but imagine mm -hmm. the communities that has few millions. Imagine the, right. uh, the risk, the potential risk, and how careful people should be. Of course, there are many people manipulating it, uh, mm -hmm. but even um, when I uh, invest in the projects, I am not putting on my socials as a video tweet or uh, telegram messages the projects that i'm not uh, sure um, but of course sure 
is not 100%, but I always give the discrimination, I always give the disclaimer on um, you should do your own, you should do your own research. Um, right. This is not a financial advice. The important thing is uh, it's very hard to, um, as investors or as followers, it's important to see whom to trust and whom not to trust. Um, therefore, I recommend people to read the reviews on forums, on Twitter, uh, search about the previous videos, tweets, how the person behaved. And you can also understand if the person is telling something, a uh, same message five times a week, Right. either that person is paid or mm-hmm. that person has a different benefit. And even, for example, when I got paid, of course, I do sponsored uh, contents. But when I do sponsored contents, I put um, in Turkish uh, sponsored. Uh, so right. people can understand that I am paid. I am always telling. If I get paid, mm-hmm. I put this hashtag or I tell in the video. If I'm not, it means I invest in this project. But it doesn't mean if I invest in this project that you should invest as well. Um, mm-hmm. Therefore, it's important to, I think, to read, see what other people are thinking. There are many forums across the world on uh, the influencers. Uh, so I would do that. I would do the due diligence, of course. I'm not saying don't follow people. Follow, take different advices. But in the end, collect all and make your own decision. Because none of us mm-hmm. know uh, which projects to uh, invest 100%. If we would know, we wouldn't be here. We would, do, we would invest in the project that we know. And then uh, we basically uh, live and we live a very happy, healthy life. And even same in the investment bankers. I have many friends in London, in Switzerland, many investment bankers. Uh, I'm telling them, they are telling me, uh, guy, if we know that it would, uh, what would happen, we would invest yeah. and go. We wouldn't have this stressful life all our lives until the age of 45, 50. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I, I, I think, yeah, you're, you're right on that front. You know, I mean, you, you can re- never really know. Um, as, a, as a responsible leader in the industry, there, there are certain steps that you take. And I appreciate the fact that you, you put it out there, you know, what is sponsored and what you're investing in. So, so hats off to you. I really wish more KOLs would do that. Too. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Um, so, in this, in this position, in this public position that you have, the persona that you have, and, and I'm certain exactly like you said, right, that there may be situations where you, you've made a call, you've, you know, all the, all the signals are green, but the project doesn't take off like it should have. And in, in some manner, way or form, some, you can't please everybody. So somebody's going to be upset about it. Uh, I'm not certain, I, I've not seen this on any of your channels, but I'm certain that you may still get people that don't appreciate what you do or they're, you know, uh, in other words, haters, right? How do you as a public figure deal with haters? I'm, I'm very curious to find out that. Expert, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very, very good question. Uh, of course, in the beginning, when I started, you don't know how to manage these kind of situations. I wouldn't say I had a lot. Maybe I had 15, 20 uh, mm-hmm. people. And I realized some of them are... Uh, people who shouldn't invest in any kind of mediums because they are thinking this like a gambling and they want to put the money and get it uh, double in one or two days. And there are some people also I see from other influencers, fan groups that they try to attack uh, things like this. But I think the solution to this is having a solid community because if you have a solid community, when they see this kind of comments, without you seeing, without you knowing, they respond. And they uh, oxidize, I would say, that comment 
and the person is not anymore uh, continuing because there are like uh, 10 people for every comment answering him uh, in a positive way. The other thing is, I think, being honest, honest and uh, transparent. When you're honest and transparent, if you give the um, facts on the table before and even after, yeah. if you say, guys, you, lo you lost money, I invested more than you, but I lost as well. So having this, I think, open uh, channel, open talk, honesty uh, and uh, transparency is also mm -hmm. a way uh, that I would say dealing with haters. I never had haters, but there were people... I said 15, 20 people uh, that yeah. were not, they were disliking through the different mm -hmm. terms. But as I see, as I proceed in this journey, I gain more um, experience, confidence, as well as people saw in my past portfolio, what are the uh, investment uh, decisions that I made and people who uh, increase their uh, knowledge, awareness on the sector, also their financial wealth. Um, mm -hmm. I think I see less and less this kind of people. Okay, so so keep forging forward, and and I appreciate the fact that you know you're you're open and you're honest about it, because that's that of course is is what you know where people may may not uh, understand that fully at a moment. I'm certain that they respect that over the long term, right? Exactly, exactly as you said, JP. Super. Okay, so expert crypto. Here's what we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen. I'm certain that you may also have questions that you may want to ask. So we're going to take two questions from the audience. If there are any, you can raise a hand using the reaction buttons and our host will allow you to come on as the speaker. How this will work is you can ask your question and then we will pause that while uh, our guest today, Expert Crypto, gives you an answer and then we can take the next person. All right. So uh, Expert Crypto, are you ready for that? I'm waiting for the first question. Okay. All right. Do we have questions? I believe we may have some coming in from the audience. Uh, some of them may have sent in a request, but sometimes this does work a little slowly based on where you are. If you can't, please feel free, ladies and gentlemen, to send us a message on our Twitter handle, and we'll pick that up for you uh, at this point. Okay. Okay, I, I see one one question that's come in. I don't don't know who this is from. Um, how do you build communities across different languages? Okay, how do you build communities across that's different languages? That's a good question. Actually, I tried once because my language is in Turkish, so I, all the community speak in Turkish. Uh, I I wanted to open a global channel in English, but mm -hmm. I didn't. I couldn't find time to do it. Therefore, to answer that question, I didn't try. Uh, but even if I, I would try, I would need more time because it is not easy a copy-paste from Turkish to English to French to Spanish. Uh, I think you need uh, to put maybe not 100% of the same time, but at least 70-80% of the time that you are putting in your community. Uh, therefore, it's not easy to, uh, I would say, it's not easy to um, copy and paste, duplicate your uh, community. Therefore, I am my community is in only uh, speaks in Turkish uh, mm -hmm. for now. Maybe in the future, uh, I can uh, create an English speaking community. Then I would be in a better position to answer this uh, good question. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, th thank you. I think I think you've also given us a hint of something that uh, most of us could do in terms of building community is that the fact that you use 
uh, subtitles in different languages on the videos that you create. And I think that that also becomes helpful to reach out to the audience. Yeah, I agree. Fair enough. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Um, one last question. I, I can't see who, who has sent this one in. It says, uh, what are your thoughts about the industry at present? Which project will take off, in your opinion, this year? That's a good question. But as a disclaimer, no one knows the answer <laughs> of this question. My point of view is... Uh, move to earn is having a good hype now um, mm -hmm. and if uh, because now they are creating the uh, projects tokens but the app development the application development for their phone is arriving quite late uh, due to several uh, issues problems that they are having i think mm -hmm. if they catch up with the pace of the project launch um, together with the app development that they can mm -hmm. you can utilize the move to earn uh, technology app in your phone then I think this move turn will go another six to nine months as the hype. Uh, we see right. Dowmaker is very um, consistent on this step up and then Bfitter. And now it's coming MAZ, both in CDFI and Dowmaker. So I think right. the move turn hype will go a bit more, I would say, a few more quarters if they catch up good with the app development. Okay. Hmm, that's a that's a good point, I mean, and I think that that would also add more value to the adoption uh, spaces as you can. As more people get, exactly. get used to that, right? As more people get used to doing that, they'll be you'll be able to to create more adoption with crypto. So exactly. that's fantastic. Excellent. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, that's those are all the questions that we have in from the audience. We usually just take two for the Q and A section. I do have one last question for you, expert. Um, sure. What would what would your message to our audience be, or to the industry at large, uh, that you would like to share? That's a, that's a good one. Uh, I would say, stay, be curious, stay curious, because when you have this, you do your due diligence. You can understand the new uh, uh, new hype coming, new terms. Uh, what is hot? What is new? How the world is evolving? Don't focus only on blockchain, but learn about uh, global markets what's happening in uh, Japan, Asia, US, Europe, then open your mind. But what I would like to end with is stay curious and be curious. Thank you for those thoughts, Expert Crypto. It's It's been fantastic having you on the show. Learned so much in such a small span of time. Thank you so much once again for, for, being, for agreeing to be part of the show today. Thank you for inviting. It was a pleasure to be here. Good <laughs> Glad to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard from Expert Crypto, uh, a dynamic KOL with a lot of insight shared. If you've missed the program, please catch the recording as it comes out. We're also launching this, going to launch this on Spotify. And stay tuned for more updates from uh, on the AdLunum Twitter handle. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been JP from AdLunum INC speaking to you about Web3. Thank you so much for being here. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by AdLunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles.